Hi guys, Samir and Samet here and welcome back to our Formula 1 podcast. Today we'll be talking about the 2022 Singapore Grand Prix and F1 returned to Singapore for the first time since 2019 and it provided a really, really exciting race. Yep, so going into this weekend now, there will obviously be a lot of free practice running for all the teams after F1 hasn't been here since 2019. So three years, you can expect the drivers and the teams will want to get back and used to the um Singapore track. But also one thing they had to do um before the last race coming into Singapore, they had to train the drivers to get used to the heat here. So Singapore is the most physically demanding circuit for the drivers on the F1 calendar most years and it's because of the really hot and humid climate with the street circuit nature of the track that makes it so difficult for these drivers yeah so the drivers had to do a lot of preparing a lot of them uh, did all of their workouts in full clothing like with long sleeves and long pants and some drivers were in the saunas too or steam rooms while like on bicycles or doing their workouts in there just trying to prepare their bodies for the heat as best as they could because not only do they have to deal with the heat but they also have to deal with that while doing the normal stuff that you do in a formula one car while dealing with all the g-forces and just 100 percent concentration every single second of the lap so f1 like so singapore just really was gonna really be a good test to see which drivers were capable for this Yep, so going into FP1 now, we'd see a lot of teams running on the tracks and some teams brought lots of upgrades like McLaren brought upgrades for Norris and they were also sporting a new livery on both cars. It was like their normal orange livery with a big, bit more of pink and black to celebrate F1's return to Asia. We saw Alpine bring completely new four up floor upgrades for both of their cars and we saw also Mercedes bring some upgrades for their cars. So in FP1, we saw Hamilton quickest with his new upgrades, so it looked like maybe Mercedes had lots of pace with them. Verstappen with a chance to win his second world championship this weekend, although it would require Leclerc and Perez to finish really low, he still had a chance to. He locked up at turn 16 and went wide. We saw um, oversteer moments for Sainz at turn 4 and turn 23, but Sainz with his magnificent car control, able to keep his Ferrari on the road. But Stroll at turn 4 was not so lucky as Sainz as he hit the wall with his rear left tyre, which caused a bit of damage to his Aston Martin. We saw another driver hit the wall at turn 11. It was George Russell. He went into turn 10 really quickly and just couldn't stop in time for turn 11. And he hit the wall slightly, though, and he was able to reverse and get back going. We saw Alex Albon returning to um his normal F1 seat with Williams after his appendicitis um took him out of Monza. He was able to return to Singapore. And we also saw another fun fact this weekend. If Alonso starts the race this weekend, he would overtake Kimi Raikkonen as the F1 driver with the most starts at 350 F1 starts. And in the end, it was Lewis Hamilton who was P1 in the Mercedes with Verstappen P2 and Leclerc P3. So it looked like maybe um Hamilton and Mercedes could be um a force to be reckoned with this weekend at, during the Grand Prix. Next up then came Perez 4th. Russell fifth, then Sainz sixth, Ocon seventh, then Pierre Gasly 
in ninth for Alpha Tari and Alpha Tari confirming Sonoda too at their um team for next year as well as Joe Guan Yu confirmed for Alpha Romeo next year. Then we saw Fernando Alonso rounded off in the top ten. Yeah, so now going on into FP2 then, and this was a night practice session, so the uh, drivers and teams really needed this data for qualifying because it looked like that the conditions would be very similar to tomorrow night for qualifying. So this session, Ferrari looked really quick, and Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz were putting the laps in, and they in the end finished 1 and 2 at the end of the session. George Russell had a very interesting lockup because he locked up at the same exact place that he did at turn one just before going onto the bridge, that area right there where the Singapore sling used to be all those years ago. Russell locked up and went wide, but he was just able to keep it out of the barriers and he was uh, able to keep on going at, for the rest of the session. Lewis Hamilton, meanwhile, the, in the other Mercedes, had a snap of oversteer at turn one, but he luckily was also able to keep it out of the wall and keep and keep on going for the rest of the session as he didn't have any damage. Pierre Gasly, though a car who did have damage, but it was a strange place where he got the damage. He was in the pit lane, and the mechanics were pushing him back into the garage when suddenly at the top of his car there was a big fire and Gasly had to get out of the car as quickly as he could. But luckily the Aston Martin mechanics were right there and they helped Alphatari by extinguishing the fire. So nice sportsmanship from Aston Martin. So later on in the session then Sebastian Vettel who has the most who's the most successful driver at Singapore he has he holds the record jointly with Lewis Hamilton with four pole positions in Singapore but he has the most wins of anyone um with five wins of course in 2011 2012 2013 2015 and 2019 so he went wide at turn 16 and he hit the wall at turn 5. Sebastian Vettel at turn 16. He went straight on but luckily he did the 360 degree spin or 180 degree spin and he was able to get back out onto the track. But at turn 5 he just clipped the wall but luckily he avoided any severe damage. Fernando Alonso tapped the wall at turn 19, and so did a bunch of other drivers, such as Esteban Ocon, Sergio Perez, and Carlos Sainz. They all hit turn 19 at the same, uh, in a sort of similar fashion to each other, with their left rear tires, but luckily all of them avoided punctures. So at the end of FP2, it was Carlos Sainz who finished the session in P1 with a time of 142.5. Two tenths back was his Ferrari teammate, Charles Leclerc, who needs a win this uh, this weekend to try to bounce back in the championship if he's ever going to climb back. Then it was Russell who finished in P3 ahead of Max Verstappen, then Lewis Hamilton, then came Esteban Ocon, Valtteri Bottas, Fernando Alonso, Sergio Perez who was way off the pace compared to his teammate, and then Lance Stroll who rounded off the top 10. So going into FP3 now, it would be wet running, so there would be a delayed start. After 30 minutes, the pit lane opened and the drivers were finally able to get out because before the session, it was just pouring so hard. And Gasly was the first to go out on the wet tires, but he went deep at turn 18 later on in the session. 
so that showed that maybe um all the drivers would be struggling a lot with this um rain soaked Singapore and it would be a rain it was forecasted to be a rain um start at the Singapore Grand Prix for the first time since 2017 obviously that year we saw a big crash that took a severe blow to championship contender Vettel's championship challenge we saw Yuki Tsunoda finding traffic at turn 11 with Hamilton and he got on the radio complaining about Hamilton um, holding him up and obviously drivers will be wanting traffic out of the way as much as possible if uh, if there's heavy rain because um, already with these 18-inch tires, their visibility is shortened but just with rain and spray, it's going to be even worse for them. Sonoda also hit the wall at turn 19, so that didn't do him go any good when trying to get used to the rain-soaked Singapore track. In the wet running, though, we saw Ferrari look quicker than Red Bull, with Leclerc taking the fastest time ahead of Max Verstappen, so it looked like Ferrari could um beat Red Bull here in Singapore. Um, But then we saw Leclerc have a pit lane incident where he tried to leave the garage but then um he like misjudges turning circle and he almost hit his front wing on the pit wall but then another good act of sportsmanship a McLaren mechanic helped um guide him out of trouble so he could get going again another pit lane incident happened where Mick Schumacher after chaining onto intermediates he um exited his box but then he was told to stop because um his tire was too loose so they had to bring him back and fit it properly before he could go out Nicholas Latifi who we heard wasn't going to be um wasn't going to be staying at Williams for next year went deep at turn 13 saying everything was fine with his hand movement it was just something wrong with his car we saw the other Williams of Alex Albon go deep at turn 8, but then he did a nice pirouette to go back around. And Alpine's floor upgrade seemed to be working really well for them, with Ocon P4 at the flag and Ocon P7. We saw at the dying minutes Russell going deep at turn 7, but still managing to secure P9. So in the end, it was Charles Leclerc P1 with Max Verstappen P2. Then came Sainz, Alonso, Perez, Stroll, Alcon, Vettel in his final FP3 in Singapore. Then came Russell 9th and Ricardo rounding off the top 10. So going into qualifying now, um, drivers had to use their setups and it would be a wet at start at the um at Q1 and then it would progressively get dry throughout qualifying but we saw Ricardo go out at in Q1 after looking like he was doing pretty decent all weekend to at least get out of Q1 he went out um along with Ocon who was another shock after looking really quick too and also that um Vettel going through with Mick Schumacher cost Bottas the chance to get through after he looked like he was going to go through Vettel and Schumacher went through which made Bottas out in P16 so it was Latifi and Albon 20th and 19th then Ocon, Ricardo and Bottas 18th, 17th and 16th. So going into Q2 now, the Alpha Tauris of Yuki Tsunoda and Pierre Gasly looked very quick and they both got through after the track was progressively getting more dry. And we saw Alonso also rolling back the years and going quickest in Sector 2 and going really well with personal best in Sector 1 and 3 with a P5 finish in Q2. 
we saw also the track was seemed to be um getting drier but a lot of teams still opted for the intermediate tires however aston martin decided to do a gamble on slick tires after they thought it would be fine however both vettel and stroll struggled with vettel locking up after the first drs straight and that ruined his chance of getting through so both aston martins were out after the gamble on slicks didn't pay out off however the shock of q2 was that george russell got out it was just really disappointing for him because he just didn't have the pace in this q2 session so in the end it was joe gonyu 15th vettel 14th then came schumacher 13th stroll 12th and russell 11th so going into Q3 now, the final qualifying session here. On the first runs, Verstappen went quickest on his slick tyres. But then Yuki Tsunoda beat that on the intermediates. So it looked like maybe the intermediates would be still working. And also another thing, Leclerc went on the slicks and he also couldn't beat Tsunoda. Which was probably really happy for Alpha Tauri. But then Hamilton beat everyone by 2 seconds to P2 Tsunoda. Then, on the second runs, we saw Alonso go on to provisional pole with his slick tyres. By now, everyone changed to slicks. Then Leclerc took back provisional pole, and then Hamilton took it back too. So it looked like Alonso, Leclerc, and Hamilton could all, and Verstappen could all have a chance of getting pole position here. On the final runs too, we saw Alonso once again taking back provisional pole, showing he's extracting everything out of his Alpine. But then we saw um, Leclerc beat that by 1.3 seconds. So Leclerc finding another gear and extracting almost 1.5 seconds out of his Ferrari. Verstappen looking, looked to be much quicker than that time though. But he backed off and tried to go again on his last run. While he started his last run, Perez went ahead of Sainz onto the front row. And Hamilton looked like he could take pole, but then he only went P3 and missed out by 5 one-hundredths of a second. So that was really disappointing for him and for Mercedes. Then we saw Verstappen. He looked like to be having a scruffy final lap. But then, right as he went approached the final two corners, he all of a sudden pitted. And no one understood why he had pitted. And even he didn't understand why he pitted. He was screaming on the radio, really annoyed at his team for telling him to pit for that. But then later, we found out that it was because he had to save fuel. And if he had completed that lap, he wouldn't have been able to um give the minimum one kilogram of fuel requirement to the FIA, which meant he would have to start from the pit lane. So that gave Charles Leclerc a ninth pole position this season to become the first Ferrari driver to take nine poles in a season since Michael Schumacher in 2001. So it was Leclerc P1, then came Sergio Perez P2, a front row start for him, then came Lewis Hamilton third with his highest start of the year, then Sainz fourth, Alonso fifth after showing his pace in his Alpine, and also Lando Norris sixth, great um from him in his McLaren, then came Pierre Gasly seventh, Max Verstappen in eighth, disappointing for him after he just couldn't get a good run in then Magnus in ninth and Yuki Sonoda in 10th yeah so now going on into the main Grand Prix and the first Grand Prix since 2019 but immediately the race had to be delayed for an hour due to a very heavy rain
the rain was just so heavy that they had to push the whole start procedure and the whole grid procedure all one back one hour and a little bit so the formation lab didn't get underway for like at least an hour and 30 minutes after race uh, controlled it made the call to push everything back um one hour and by the time they did this, the drivers all started on the intermediate tires because the track was dry enough for the intermediate tires. So at lights out, we saw Sergio Perez get a very good start and pass Charles Leclerc into turn one just as he did in Azerbaijan. So once again, when Perez and Leclerc start on the front row, it's Perez who goes down the inside on Leclerc. Sainz also passed Lewis Hamilton as Hamilton went a little bit wide and Ricardo meanwhile in the back also had a very good start and was making up positions and so was Sebastian Vettel but the championship leader Max Verstappen had a very bad start at the at lights out he nearly went into anti-stall and was dropping back to 11th and 12th place. So that down Raffles Boulevard the order was Perez from Leclerc from Sainz Hamilton Norris Norris, Alonso, Gasly, Vettel, Sonoda, and Stroll. So both Alpha Tires and Aston Martins ended up in the top 10 on lap 1. Albon, meanwhile, at the end of Raffles Boulevard, he spun around at the back while trying to counteract the slide. He just went straight on into that escape road and was able to keep his car out of the barriers. So on the same lap too, it was a very hectic opening lap at the bridge. It was a three-way battle between Verstappen, Magnussen and Ricardo. Magnussen defended his position against Verstappen towards the beginning of the bridge and Verstappen had to back out of a lot which allowed Ricardo to go down the inside and then but that inside turned into the outside towards the corner before they exited the bridge and Verstappen was able to keep his position as he held the inside line down the next straight it was Verstappen who kept the position lap two then we saw Max Verstappen pass Lance Stroll and moved up into 10th place so back into the points positions five laps later on lap seven we saw Joe Guan Yu and Nicholas Latifi crash at turn five Latifi taking full blame for the responsibility as he squeezed Joe into the wall and both drivers had to retire from the race uh, but Latifi saying he just didn't see uh, Joe Guan Yu so at least he took full responsibility for it but Joe was still not too happy about it that a crash of course between two cars brought up the safety car so the full safety car came out and the drivers all bunched up back together it took um took four laps for the safety car for them to clean up the mess and for the safety car to get going inside the pit lane and the green flag was out on lap 11 and immediately we saw Max Verstappen pressurizing Sebastian Vettel and he was able to pass Sebastian Vettel down the inside at turn five and Max Verstappen moved up another place. At on the same lap as well, Max Verstappen passed Pierre Gasly at the bridge section and he moved up another place. So Max Verstappen was trying to climb back into this race after a disappointing qualifying and an even more disappointing start. Lap 21, Fernando Alonso stopped on the track and that was very disappointing for him. Another retirement after race, the race was looking so good for him and he was defending for Max Verstappen for so long. He did really good against to defend against a much quicker car but that all came down, crashing down as he had to retire from the race with another, another mechanical failure. 
Lap 25, we saw Alex Albon hit the wall at turn 8. He just went straight on and he just couldn't stop the car and he just aquaplaned right into the wall and he had to retire from the race after suspension damage. Lap 33, we saw Lewis Hamilton go straight on at turn 1 while he was trying to put pressure on Carlos Sainz. He was trying to make a pass, but he just braked too late and he went straight into the wall. But somehow, his front wing remained intact with just very, very slight damage. Uh, he had to pit to change it though, but he was very, very lucky that he didn't wreck his car. But he, when Hamilton rejoined the track, he came out between, right in between Lando Norris and Max Verstappen's battle. Of course, now Max Verstappen was released into uh, uh, after Fernando Alonso had to retire. Max Verstappen was released to chase after Lando Norris, and he was right behind Norris. But somehow, but Hamilton rejoined right in between them. So it was Norris, then Hamilton, then Verstappen. On lap 36, we saw Yuki Tsunoda crash at turn 10 on the slick tires. So in between that period, the drivers went onto the slick tires. Russell was the first one who gambled at the back to put on the soft tires. And just for a few laps, he was struggling to find any temperature. But he just kept going and eventually they fired up. And everyone then moved onto the slick um, tires. But it took such a long time because the track was just not drying up in the way that anyone expected. Just because the human nature of Singapore, all the moisture was kept in the air and the track just was not drying. So it just took much longer than anyone anticipated for them to finally put on the slick tires. But they finally did. However, though, Yuki Sonoda on the slick tires just braked super late at turn 10. And you could see on the onboard how fast he was going. And he hit the wall really hard. That brought out a safety car. And they also had to repair the barriers too. But on lap 39, the green flag was out. And the race moved to a timed race. Because, of course, we lost an hour anyway due to the race being pushed back. And then the two-hour limit... Um, so a further two hours were given for the race, but the race was just taking so much longer because of all the crashes. So the race moved from a timed from a lap race to a timed race, just as it did in Monaco, and it was also wet. Uh. So Max Verstappen, though, on the restart, he was chasing after Lando Norris, and he was on the medium tyres, and so was Norris. Ricardo behind them were on, was on the soft tyres, and he was the only one in the top six on the soft tyres, but he just couldn't find any pace to challenge anyone. But Max Verstappen tried to make a move on Lando Norris at the end of Raffles Boulevard, but he locked up and went straight on. But luckily, he went into the escape road and was able to make that 180-degree spin, and he was luckily able to keep it out of the barriers um lap 40 we saw george russell and mick schumacher touch at turn one so russell was saying what was schumacher doing but it looked more of russell's fault though because he just moved to the right hand side of the track and just hit the house and he got a puncture for he got a puncture because of that and that was a very bad um place to get a puncture as he had to complete the whole lap to with a punctured tire luckily he was able to do it and he's but he didn't retire though he still kept going because he said like any anything could happen if there was a safety car he could have been brought back in 
Lap 51 then, Max Verstappen passed Valtteri Bottas and moved up into 10th place while Verstappen was trying to climb his way back. And another lap later, Max Verstappen passed Pierre Gasly on the bridge, so another place made up. Then on lap 57, it was a three-way battle between Sebastian Vettel, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. Um, obviously, all three of them are world champions, so 12 world titles between all of them. Four for Vettel, seven for Hamilton, and one for Verstappen. And Max Verstappen was able to get past Lewis Hamilton because at turn eight, Hamilton just locked up and went um sliding on very slowly, and that allowed Verstappen to go down the inside on on Lewis Hamilton. On the final lap of the race, too, we saw Max Verstappen past Sebastian Vettel and up into 7th place but out in front though it was Sergio Perez who dominated this race from start to finish and he took his 2nd win of the season and he won the Singapore Grand Prix and it was a very dominating race so of course at the last safety car we saw Sergio Perez get noted for um having a too big of a gap between himself and the safety car so when the team told him that Sergio Perez just took off into the distance and he was like seven and a half seconds at the end he just took off as he had to try to protect that five second gap which in the end he did get a five second penalty for um that for having too big of a gap between himself and the safety car but luckily that big seven second gap um protected him and he was able to keep his win so at the end the classification at the end was Leclerc finished still two seconds behind Sergio Perez but once again Sergio Perez won on a street circuit and he became the first driver to win in Singapore and in Monaco in the same season since Sebastian Vettel did it back in 2011. So the race results at the end of the race were Sergio Perez won it from Charles Leclerc in second then Carlos Sainz came home in third then Lando Norris finished in fourth for McLaren ahead of Daniel Ricciardo with a super drive from Ricciardo which saw him go from 17th on the grid to fifth at the checkered checkered flag and it was a really good haul of points for McLaren. Lance Stroll as well too once again in the wet Lance Stroll doing really good and he came home in sixth place ahead of Max Verstappen with Verstappen's seventh place means that the championship decider would go on to Suzuka next time around and he could not seal it up here in Singapore. Sebastian Vettel in his final Singapore Grand Prix came home in eighth place ahead of Lewis Hamilton in ninth then Pierre Gasly completed the final podium place. So thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast and be sure to join us next time as we take a look at the 2022 Japanese Grand Prix. Thank you.